Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Show on the fan. No better guy to talk about a Bucks sweep of the ball of the not Boston Celtics. Hopefully the Boston Celtics. The Detroit Pistons. They wrapped it up last night. They go at the Boston Celtics starting up this weekend. He is the man. He's the original Buck. John McLaughlin joining us now here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Johnny Mac, appreciate the time, man. Hey guys, you know I always love coming on with you. How are you all? Well, we're doing fantastic all after right, last you in night. The studio. Yeah, right, we're all here, here? Johnny Mac. We're yeah, here, we're Johnny Mac. Okay, guys. You ready Gary, to go, let man. it rip. Let's rock. You ready? <laughs> yeah. We don't need to talk about Detroit, do we? No. Go no, ahead and get him, Billy. No. Go ahead and get him, Billy. No, no, no. We, we got to ask you about this, this Boston Celtics team first, uh, Johnny Mac, as this series is going to be uh, really just one for the ages. It's going to be a great series coming up here starting this weekend. Well, it is. Um, I, I think now at this point uh, – they're all going to be great series. Moving forward after the first round, one and eight, and and the other series as well, both you know with Indiana and Boston, uh, Boston sweeping. Uh, these are going to be competitive guys. Uh, any one of these remaining teams could come out of the East, um, and the Bucks are going to be challenged. There's no question about it. But it's a great time to have the home court advantage. You know what, Johnny? I I am just I don't know about you, but it just feels like every step of the way, you just see Giannis just doing, just getting better and better. I mean, I don't even know what the ceiling is. I mean, but you can just see this guy growing right in front of your face. How did you How did you like that one move where he had the double pump fouled? Yep, threw it up and went. I mean, Rick, well, Jokers were Jokers trying to say that was close. Well, people were trying to say that was better than the Michael Jordan pump over he did, that he did over James Worthy. <laughs> it was pretty good. That's for sure. Well, uh, he, he is so good. Uh, even a few years ago when I was, you know, last year and the year before when I was still doing games, right? I kept talking about Giannis growing like a chia pet in front of us mm-hmm. from the day he got here. It, I've never seen anything like it, quite frankly, I, in all the sports, because if you go back through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, most players uh, had a, a – a production line had a growth line that you could see, you know, through high school, through college, through the early years in the NBA. You didn't have that with Giannis. There was no line to look at, no history. And when you watch him come in at 18, skinny as a rail, and and what he's done and how he's improved and how he's grown in front of us, uh, it's a combination of, of God-given talent but also extremely hard work that he puts in. Uh, I, I can't recall anything that compares to this in my mind historically. All right, John. So it's been a long time coming since they won a stupid series. I mean, a long, long time, obviously. And they're doing it uh, in a new arena with this whole new Fear the Deer District or whatever out in front of it. Uh, and Gary was talking about this earlier in the show as far as when you look around this arena, you're seeing more and more younger people showing up uh, to games that maybe you have seen 
in the past 20 or so years. Have you noticed the buzz change at all differently uh, around this team, around this organization throughout the year when you've been out? Yeah, I, I have. Um, I, I think the new building has lent to it, Sparky, as you indicate. Um, and obviously, everybody, you know, there's there's a, a younger uh, two or three generations that have come forth since '01, and certainly if you go further back to the '80s and then the championship and all that, it's it's a totally different world. It's a different NBA. Uh, the way they play, what they do, uh, what you see. Uh, the way that the game is set up, the way it's coached, uh, everything's different around it. And I, I think the new building in Milwaukee in particular has had a lot to do with it. Uh, you can't even design the perfection as to what has happened here in terms of we get a new building at the time that the team becomes a very unique, special, very good team. So all that coming together, Sparky, I think it's changed everything around it, it completely. John McLaughlin joining us here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline on the Wendy's Big Show. Hey, let's get to this Boston series because I think a lot of people expected them to beat Detroit, which they swept them, which is great. Boston is the team, you know, that pretty much last year did, you know, you know, put you out of the playoffs. But again, Uncle Drew, well, Kyrie Irving did not play last year. They had Rozier and some of these other guys. They took them to seven games, but it seemed like a, you won on your home court. Now with the Bucks having home court advantage. And these teams are on a collision course to get to the finals. I would have to give the edge to Milwaukee for home court. But we also had a question, which all-star would you take, Kyrie Irving or uh, the Greek Freak? Now, we're not going to ask you that question, but what I'm thinking is... You can down- ask it. Well, oh, well, well, we'll go <laughs> ahead and do it one. then. You're, you're the great one, man. You, yeah. You're a Hall of Famer. You can ask anything. Well, well which guy would you take in the, the playoff I think now? I would take Giannis over any other player in the NBA. If I'm an owner or a coach or a GM mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm starting a team or whatever, yes. I take Giannis because of a lot of reasons. One, I take him over everybody, and that includes LeBron because he's got total upside in front of him. He's still a young, young person. He's an international star so if you look at, at the business side of it, money, this dude's going to sell more jerseys internationally than anybody else over For sure. time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so from a business perspective, he's the right pick. From a perspective on the court, he's got more upside. When he gets a mid-range jump shot, he doesn't need a three. When he gets a mid-range jumper, uh, who can even begin to check him? So I, I take Giannis every time and um, – and, and I agree with you in the series, um, you, the home court's critical. I kind of hope it doesn't go that far. Boston's really good, well-coached, and they've come together at the right time this year because they had their problems throughout the year uh, that they seem to have resolved. But the team that's more different from last year are the Bucks. For sure. I totally agree with you. And the other aspect is this. Uh, everybody knows that listens uh, to me knows how much I love me some Brad Stevens as a coach. So for sure. And my love hasn't changed necessarily. They just have had chemistry issues. I think it's been their biggest problem that he obviously he's partly responsible for. Uh, But the other person that we've learned a lot about, and maybe we knew some about watching him in Atlanta, but now we know more about him is Boonholzer, who's probably going to win coach of the year. Uh, What things has he done that's maybe impressed you throughout the course of his first year with the Bucks? Well, I agree with you that Brad Stevens 
Plus, he's an Indiana kid, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still take Bullnoser over Brad Stevens right now today. I'll take Boone over him any day of the week. Hey, guys, I, I, I'm telling you uh, what Bud's done here, I, I, remarkable. Is the Bud the kind of coach I would want to play for if I was 24 again? You're darn right. You got that right. Shoot, <laughs> let it fly. <laughs> let him shoot. You, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that yes. especially. But – the the what the system he's instilled, the way he stayed with it, the way he communicates mm-hmm. with these players, the way he makes adjustments, um, very impressive. Coach the playoffs with anybody. So Sparky, I'm with you all the way. I mean, you know the John Horse made a lot of great moves and they they made a lot of great um, pickups in the offseason in terms of players, and we could we could talk about each one and debate. But Coach Bud was the number one. The other the other thing about this too, John, is you know Malcolm Brogdon has been out, and they're hopeful that he'll be back for the second round. Saying no in the next three to five days, I think they probably already know, but they're just having some gamesmanship here, which is fine. Uh, but Sterling Brown has really stepped up uh, in this time of Malcolm Brogdon being out and Pat Connaughton, and both have been huge for this Bucks team. Sparky, when you talk about this team now, and you named them, and there's more, sure. What what they have done down the line, depth wise, it, it's it's remarkably impressive, and it says a lot. I think for um, the work ethic with the leader leading in work ethic, but the basketball intellect with some of these guys that's coming through, and in the playoffs, you need not just talent, but all you guys know this. You need you need basketball brains. You need. Uh, Commitment. You need all of those things as you go deeper and deeper into the playoffs. And and to me, uh, Boston, Toronto, Philly. We're going to get one of the those other two. I mean, each of these series are going to be equally difficult, and I think just as difficult as probably a, a final round. So all three series are setting up to be really demanding, really tough. And you've got to have all those players, everybody healthy, and everybody engaged intellectually. John McLaughlin talking bucks with here, us here on the fan. Just what kind of a player and a person have you seen Giannis be off the floor that is as surprising as what he can do on the floor? Well, you know, everybody's heard all of these things, but it, it, it's wonderful to watch. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that I like about him. I, I really I dislike players that are <laughs> showboats and, and difficult, and uh, there's a lot of that not only today, but there always has been. This guy is uh, a wonderful human being. He's engaging. He cares. He's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen in any level of pro sports, in my experience. And and he's just a ten in every category. And uh, he's a pleasure to be around. He's he's a leader. His teammates follow him because of his work ethic. But by what he does, it's the walk, not the talk. Uh, you can't say enough about about Giannis. You just can't. It's you, remarkable. You know what, Jenny Mack, for me, we and there's been a lot of great players in, in, in Bucks history, but I mean, I can really only go back to the 80s, you know, when Don Nelson was coaching, you had Sidney Moncrief, and I saw Marcus Johnson play a little bit, and, and then, you know, just move a little bit forward, you got, we had Ray Allen, Big Dog, but it's, it's just incredible now to see a guy like Giannis, who I think is a transcending player. I mean, you know, th- those guys are great in their own right, but this guy here, I, I just thought we could never get one of those kind of guys here in Milwaukee. Well, 
You are right on. Uh, you named you know a lot of wonderful, great Buck players, and they were all stars and all kinds of things. And none of them have have the total package that Giannis has. As good as each one have, you can go you can go to Sydney, who we all respect greatly. Yeah. Giannis has much more to bring to the table than him, than Marcus, than uh, Ray, than all of them. Uh, because you're right, he he changes the course of the game. He can dominate it. And how many players can do that? I played with two of the 10 or 12 greatest ever in Kareem and Oscar. Could they dominate and change a game? They could. They didn't do it with quite the same force of magnitude that, that Giannis does because of the way he plays. It's different styles, and it's not comparing apples and apples. But uh, we are so blessed to have this young man here and and look at John Horst and John Hammond, who found him, yeah. and um, uh, and we all here in Milwaukee get to watch it and delight in it. It's been fun. Well, on the side note to that, then how do you get a guy like, like Chris Middleton? Then to to is it difficult for a guy like Chris Middleton to play with a guy like Giannis? I I don't think so. Or to reach his full I, I, potential. I, I don't think it should be. I mean, uh, you know, I, I throw this out all the time, and I know I shouldn't every time, but. I played with Kareem and Oscar. Well, I didn't find it difficult. Uh, people would say to me when Kareem came, "Well, oh, John, it must be great for you. You're, you know, you get to play with Kareem." Well, actually, from my style, I was better with Wayne Embry. I scored more points with Wayne Embry setting screens for me. Kareem, he he didn't see a screen he ever liked. He, <laughs> he, he would set a screen with his butt. I mean, right. he, you know, if you ever saw it. Right. Uh, but you you know you're on a better team with great players, so you adapt your game and find your game within that because you're going for a ring, not for individual points or accolades. And and I think Chris Middleton is absolutely built that way. Could he score more without Giannis? Man, that's debatable. They can set defenses on him differently. But, you know, he's got the main goal in sight, and that's championship, and therefore you adapt accordingly within that system, which, Leroy, I know you see that, you know, with, with football all the time in Green mm-hmm. Bay, and, and somebody might be greater in a, in a different system, but they might, might not be on a better team. Right, because it seems right. like he's the guy that has sacrificed the most on his team because I, I think he could do more or score more if he wanted to but it just feels like he has sacrificed most out of this team well i i i think that may or may not be true because i would say this if if he didn't have what he has around him here they could set their defenses against sure. him different and now he would have a greater challenge sure because he would be the guy they're keying their defense on rather than Giannis and all of the above you know on the on the bucks team you know, John, talking with John McLaughlin here on the Wendy's Big Show, uh, when you look at the Eastern Conference playoffs, do you think in your heart of hearts that the Bucks should be that team representing the East in the NBA Finals based on what you see? Well, I, I, I'm going to say yes for two reasons. One, we have the best record in the NBA, and we have really – I'm throwing into the, my first comment, one, and, and we, we one of the best, if not the best, defensive team. And number two, I'm a Milwaukee Buck. I mean, I you know I'm going to pick us, but it will not be easy. The three remaining teams that that of two that we would have to face, uh, whether it's going to be Philly or Toronto, I think it's going to be Philly. I just if they've got so much talent, 
they've got more depth of talent than Toronto. Um, it's going to be rough. I mean, uh, the Bucks have to be the very best they can be, and um, that defense in the playoffs is critical because there are no surprises. But but I yeah I'm I'm the Bucks yes. Hey, you know, Johnny Mac, I, from shooter to shooter, this is what I, this is really. This here we go. From shooter, I just want to ask a question. What, what do you mean from shooter to shooter? I can't shooter. help because you guys getting make outside shots. Johnny, Johnny Mac's not going to come up to you. Hey, Leroy, from strong safety to strong safety, man. Well, he Cover could. Two is really he tough could, spot but to play. From, from shooter, shooter to shooter. shooter. <laughs> this is what I want to know. It's spring break for all the kids out there, and this I get boy, everybody want to be able to handle the ball, put it between your legs, but they shoot air balls. I want kids to go back to the art of shooting. Why don't more young kids work on shooting the basketball? That's the, that's how you separate yourself. Separate you know, yourself. You, you know, Leroy, um, from Lambo Leaper to uh, Lambo Leaper. Um, <laughs> right, right. There you go. From shooter to shooter. You know, okay. You know, yeah. 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 Shooting, I mean, pr- proficient shooting. Right. Kind of proficient. Disappeared through the Jordan era because – uh, highlights you always saw spectacular dunks, and the, and the NBA kind of went that way. Not just Jordan, but you know the league, and and shooting started to disappear from the NBA, which means it had disappeared down through the ranks. It was disappearing at the same time that the three point line came in, which to me has never made any sense. Plus, the most fun part of the game for most people is shooting. Mm-hmm. So why did outstanding shooters disappear? People have forgotten that Michael Jordan could shoot the ball, you know, not just dunk it. He could shoot it at, at, at you know, not deep range, but mid-range, but deep enough. And why did it disappear all those years until the foreign-born players started coming in with Dirk and now, move, you know, moving forward? I think we started the season this year with 104 foreign-born players. Yeah, who bring in shooting, not the American athlete, but the foreign-born shooter. So it's taken years for the shooters to start to reappear a little bit and the emphasis on the three-point line yep. and the foreign-born players. And I've always tried to figure that out. And, and I think my answer is a little bit in-depth, but number one, a lot of the great players have come from big cities. Yes. In big cities, you don't get to go pick the ball up and go in your backyard and shoot for two hours. You got to play in games because you go down, you go down to you know the local area, and there's guys down there playing. You're playing. You don't get to spend time on individual uh, skills like shooting. I got to shoot for hours in my backyard alone growing up in a small town in Indiana. Number two, AAU basketball. It's taken over, and now it's game, game, practice, practice, game, game, game. And there's not as much time spent alone, individually, on skills. Yeah. And, and to me, it, it's been a complex issue in regards to all of those, those things that, that are part of the recipe. Right. And, I, and here's the last thing I have for you is, now, based on what you just said, do you ever think a foreign-born young man, can be the face of the NBA like the Greek freak? Can he be the face of it? Right now it may be LeBron, whatever, whoever yeah. you want, KD, 
when those guys are gone in the next two to three years, they're going to be gone. Or, matter of fact, they may still be here. Can Giannis be the face of the NBA? Well, you know, um, if they're good enough, uh, Dirk became the face of the Dallas Mavericks for yep. quite a long time. Now, sure not did. NBA, but sure Dallas. Did. He did. And, and, yes, I think there absolutely can't be. It, it's a world game now. And as years go by, maybe not in my era, but you're going to see more Chinese players because it's their most popular sport, and they have, what, 1.2 billion people. Um, you're going to see perhaps more players from countries that we haven't seen because it's so popular. And I think it can happen, absolutely. I just want to say something. Um, Bucks basketball has been synonymous with John McLaughlin. Synonymous. For as long as I can remember. Uh, and while I enjoy Marcus Johnson and Steve Novak, don't get me wrong, I miss, I miss my John McLaughlin on Bucks broadcast. Buddy. Well, we're a little biased, but we do you miss guys you. Are very, you guys are very biased. Sparky, thank you. I, You know, I, I, I will be honest with you guys. You know, I... I I don't miss doing all the games and the travel and working every game. I don't mm-hmm. miss that. I miss going on the air and just talking about it. Right. And the input I get from all the fans. Thank you. That means a lot and to me. And if they win a, a ring, you're going to get one. So don't worry about it. We got you. We got you. We got you covered. I think it may be coming, guys. Yep. Well, we're we're hoping it does, and, and John, any opportunity that we have on you on here to talk Bucks, we are greatly appreciated. We know our, the fans of Milwaukee basketball are excited. Well, you guys are loyal to me, and uh, that's never forgotten on me. So, thank you. Appreciate it, John. We'll talk all right, soon. All right, all right, guys. John McLaughlin, number float. fourteen, the original yeah. Buck, joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Holiday. You're right; he would get he his, would own get his float own float during the parade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the big man. show will be last. We'll oh, be last. We are going to have some fun with him Biggest at that parade buck, celebration. Yeah. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local, Simple. common sense lending to your community since 1935. You know who else is going to have a big float at that parade? Who that? Gina Della. She knows she's going to have a big flow, cuz. She, she might be, like, in the third row. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, she'll, she'll, have like, she'll have, like, Sterling Brown and, like, oh, Pat Connaughton on yeah, her float. She like, have float. <laughs> she have a float just built full of windows, but the window's going to be heist up. Heist. Heist? Yeah, I like what is that? Heist up, could, could you explain what heist would mean? Heist up. It, uh, just putting some a little taller than you yeah, are. Yeah, they're going to be let up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel windows being open. Here's something they got open for you right now. Heist is the same as heinch. You can hanch it up too. Like, hanch it you up. Put, you're putting a picture up. You don't oh, have a, you don't oh, have a okay. ladder. Yeah, yeah, I get what you you're saying. You don't have a ladder. Hanch you would up. call you over yeah. to put it up for us. We don't have a ladder or a step stool. We would call Stu? you. Speaking of windows being open, here's what they got for you guys. <laughs> At Pella Windows. At Pella Windows. Of yeah, Wisconsin. Zero percent financing. Here's right? a D Murray in a minute. Zero percent down. <laughs> no payments till <laughs> June Dan of 2020. <laughs> Go check my good friends out right now at Pello Windows and Doors. I don't know if you heard me, guys. 0% down, 0% financing, no payments until June and of 2020. Interest. Guys, that's free money. That's free money. It's amazing. June of 2020. Go check my good friends out at Pello Windows and Doors right now. Leroy, how you can get a hold of my good friends? Go to PellaWI.com, and you can, it's a live chat. Live chat. Right now, you can talk to a representative. Get him out to the house. Tell him I want Pete to come over and start measuring. I mean, the guy's amazing. He gets over there in 24 hours. He can get everything installed. You know, listen, the weather is changing. 
Okay, so now's the time to save money. You save money on the heating bill. Now we're going to save money on the cooling bill, okay? So just pick up the phone and leave a message if you can't get somebody. But they're waiting to hear from they're you, 262-783-6600. That's 262-783-6600. And I got another nugget for you guys. Nugget? If you What's really like Johnny Mac like we do, he'll be at uh, my boy in Waukesha Sports Car, Rob. He'll be taking care of my motor. May 25th. He'll be over there. Johnny Mac will be over there. So get over there and be there. That's a uh, Saturday Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So get over there and see Johnny Mac. Yeah. That's awesome. John McLaughlin on the Wednesday. You think he show. would that charge us awesome, if we man. got in line and we know him already? Yes. What do you think, Steve? I think, he, I think he's. I business think he's is smart business, enough. though. Well, I mean, you business would also, is business. Well, but Leroy, I mean, from one shooter to another, he wouldn't charge you. Oh, he, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. I love this guy. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.